Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Jack here, and I'm listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Hey, it's Jack. Make sure you check out all things Transformers. I listen when I'm riding around Jasper with RC. This is Optimus Prime, and you are listening to all things Transformers. Welcome to an all-new generation of all things Transformers as we get the origins of any and all Transformers fans that we can. I am, of course, TF2 and Mike. Joining me this time around is our lovely guest. He is the king of customizers in the Transformers world, or at least one of them anyway. And I was told by someone else that they wouldn't do any other podcasts with me until I had this guest on. So, Nemesis Predaking, you owe me podcasts, damn it. There you go. It is, of course, Eric, a.k.a. Plow King. How's it going? It's going. <laughs> Sometimes I wish it would stop, but it's going. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we have 25, 26. I need to round these questions out at some point or another, but we have 25, 26 questions that we ask all Transformers fans. First of all, and you told this story to me when we did our test recording, but since I don't publish test recordings, I will have you retell it. Where'd you get the name Plow King from? Because it ain't from The Simpsons, apparently. Correct. Ah, uh, white gold. <gasps> What's it? What that? Ah, I don't... Uh, so back in the day, I work at a wastewater treatment plant uh-huh. and, uh, the area that I was, I guess, quote unquote responsible for is where we actually took the, we call it sludge <laughs> out of the wastewater. Right. And this piece of machinery has plows on it. And so I just took that name and. Also, at the time when I first uh, started signing up at boards, I actually had a black Jeep with a snowplow on it. 
Okay. Uh, so I just put all that stuff together and, you know, the Simpsons was just a convenient reference at the time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, and when everybody hears Plow King, they automatically take it as, oh, Simpsons reference. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can roll with that. <laughs> sure, why not? Okay. And the funny thing is, specifically for this episode, I actually went back and looked at some of the Plow King stuff on The Simpsons, and I blame Homer. <laughs> yes. If Homer never gave Barney that first beer, Barney would have been a college-educated... Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Oh, could you, Barney? After all I've done for you. Lacrimose is to dyspeptic as ebullient is to effervescent. All right, Harvard, here I come. Psst, Bernie, my dad's asleep. Want a beer? I don't know. The SATs are tomorrow. I've got two words for you. Mellow out, man. Hmm? Hmm? All right, just one. If it'll get you off my back. <coughs> Homer Simpson, you jackass. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. Getting into Transformers, these five, first five questions, you know, are getting to know you so the audience can get to know you, even though we probably already know some of these answers. Did you grow up with Transformers? And at what age do you remember first noticing the franchise? I want to say it had to be either eighth or ninth grade. So like 14, 15, maybe somewhere in there. Uh, oh, you're a late bloomer. Yeah. I can, I can remember, you know, rushing home after school because the G one cartoon was coming on TV. So I, I, I can remember, you know, this was probably, you know, had to be like 85, 86, somewhere in there. Yep. I, I can remember, you know, after school rushing home, uh, you know, I live here in Michigan and it was either channel 20 or channel 50, one of the two, uh, and you know, rush home, get in the house, turn the TV on, grab a big old cup of Kool-Aid and sit back and watch Transformers. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, I did that. And, uh, later on got, you know, discovered the comics and stuff like that and, uh, what happened though, one day I rushed home and, you know, back then is not like how TV is now. It's, it's amazing. Right. When you think back, you know, you know, back then you had TV guy and that was it. Yep. You know, um, I remember rushing home and turning on the television and there were no transformers. I was like, <laughs> what the hell? You know, so maybe it's coming on later. So I'd stay stuck around and, didn't come on later. So then the next day I rushed home even more so, you know, so maybe it's coming on earlier. Nope. Wasn't coming on earlier. It was just done. You know, it it had come to an end. Yeah. I think with you being older, because you're saying 80, 86, 87, you were 14, 15 in middle school. I was just starting kindergarten at that point. So <laughs> yes, yes. Sadly, I, I am a young old person yeah. anyway, <laughs> you know, so I, I think it was 
just shy of, you know, your age range with it, you know, yeah. you're not being, you know, young enough at the time to yeah. get the whole full body experience, I guess. Yeah, because I, I never got to see the the theatrical G1 movie in the theaters. Mm-hmm. You know, I never got to see that. My parents were rather strict. So I, I kind of, I fell off after that, you know, it was like, okay, well, ain't no Transformers on, I'm going to go outside and play. <laughs> yep. And and that was it. You know, I kind of fell off after that. And I mean, I noticed was, there was stuff that came on after, you know, yeah, yeah. the Beast series and all those others in between. But I don't think I picked up another TV show until... Cybertron came out. Oh, wow. So it was that big of a gap. Wow. All right. So what Transformers generation is your generation and why? It would have to be, well, it wouldn't have to be. I like a little bit of all of it, but I would probably have to give reference to the original, the G1, because that's what I grew up on. That's what yeah. that's what hooked me when I was a kid, and you know be, because of that, I'm still hooked uh, to a degree now. You know, I, I can't I can't go in a toy store without going to the toy aisle to look and see, you know, what Transformers they got in, if any. You know, uh, yep. Uh, when when Toys R Us was still open here, I, uh, on days after work, you know, if it was a hard day or a rough day or whatever. I would go to Toys R Us after work and just stare at the toys. <laughs> you know, just stand there and look and be like, oh, this is new, this is new. And, you know, that was my thing. Yeah, absolutely. So what other generations of Transformers do you like besides G1? I love the animated stuff. I, I, I know that... Uh, Caught a lot of flack when it first came out. Um, that was probably if I had to rate the shows, Transformers animated would probably be number one for me. Hmm. Uh, after that would be Transformers Prime. Uh, and then after that, I would probably go back to G One. And and then whatever else I've seen will fall in after that. Mm. But uh, Transformers animated just, I don't know if it just reminded me of that era when I, you know, that excitement and the lure of when I was that, you know, 14, 15 year old kid rushing home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the magic of the whole line. You know, rest in peace, Derek Wyatt. But the ma- yeah. the magic of the whole line was that I could go to the store, and I'm saying this. I mean, I'm I'm staring at animated lockdown on my desk right now as I'm talking to you. Uh, <laughs> the magic of the whole line was that I could go to the store and buy exactly what I just saw on TV. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. You know. Yep. Carmo, Altmo, you, you know, granted there have to be some liberties here and there, but that line was just amazing. I love the show. Uh, I love the toy line. It, it just did something for me. And, you know, uh, shortly after that, 
Transformers Prime came out, and it 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 was the same, but you know it it didn't grab me as much as animated did. It still grabbed yeah. me, you know. It's still some there's some toys from that line that were you know pretty much you know dead on. Like the the first edition Optimus Prime, beautiful toy, love that thing. To yeah, death, you know and. And there's some other ones in there, you know, first edition, Starscream, stuff like that. Um, but I'd have to say animated definitely that generation would definitely be my tops. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, animated was something very special. Do you like or loathe the Bayverse or are you indifferent to it? I'd say right now I probably have become indifferent. Okay. When when it first came out, you know, I, I can it was crazy. I can remember when the very first movie hit the theater. Uh I actually went and pre bought tickets. This was before, you know, you had to app on your phone and Yep. You can pick your seats. You know, I went went to the theater after work. I bought the tickets for the show. Uh, went home. The wife, you know, we had already planned it. We went opening weekend. You know, that was a rarity for me. We would never go to see anything opening weekend. We would always wait, let the crowd die down, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went opening. I think it was came out Friday. I believe we were there. Friday, if not Friday, we're there Saturday. Um, yeah. and, and just to see that on the big screen, uh, you, you know, the opening sequence would black out. Yep. That, you know, I will never, there's things I always tell people, I will be on my deathbed <laughs> getting ready to give up my last breath. And that'll be one of the things I remember. Yeah. You know, there there's things in your life that, you know, you will never forget. And and to yep. and to me that just like just to see all that on the big screen, that was I mean, that was something for me. You know, I, I really enjoyed it. But having said all that, as the movies went on, yeah, you know, um I didn't even let me see. So I watched one, two, and three. Um, so four was what age of extinction? Four was age of extinction. Five was the last night. And then there's Bumblebee. Okay. So I tried to watch four. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever watched four completely through. Okay. Uh, you said five was the last night. Yep. Have not seen five all the way through, Mm -hmm. uh, to this day. Um, Bumblebee, actually enjoyed it and yeah and and i was shocked because you know i have have an eight-year-old now so um you know we more so took it for him right you know because oh it's bumblebee you know and that's what they do this is it's marketed towards kids and if adults can get enjoyment out of it it's a win for them as well yeah um so yeah took the kid to go see bumblebee and actually enjoyed it. Now, have I, you know, there's just some movies that I can watch over and over again, no matter how many times they're on TV. Mm-hmm. Bumblebee ain't there, but you know, <laughs> no, 
you know, see it once or twice and I'm good. You know, if there's nothing else on, then yeah, maybe, you know, just let it be background noise or whatever. But, uh, right. You know, it's, it's, uh, it was definitely an improvement and uh, I, I'm, I'll admit I'm looking forward to rise of the beasts just to see what they do. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the thing now is that because they don't have the the Bayverse of Bay at this point, because I believe it was Travis Knight that directed Bumblebee. I'm not looking at any information, folks, so if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But with him directing and whomever else is still on the crew and whatever else, I feel like Bumblebee was a tipping point. Bumblebee, they wanted Bumblebee to be a restart, and mm-hmm. it was, and it's yeah. going to be. And I don't know what's going to be going on in Rise of the Beast. I see the news. I see the photos just like everybody else online, things like that. We talk about it here on the podcast. But until I see an actual trailer, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about Rise of the Beasts. Mm-hmm. And, and with me, it's almost like uh, my interest is, I guess, twofold because I'm also interested in the toys. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm uh, I love. Uh, I hope I'm not spoiling one of your questions, but I love jazz. <laughs> Into the ocean, let's be daring. The last one in is a rusty herring. He's one of one of my favorite characters. And uh, according to the movie, there is a Porsche in the movie, but it's not Jazz. It's Marat. Oh, you know, these, these aren't yeah. spoilers. They're like you said, everybody's seen yeah. news, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm just, I'm hoping that, you know, the toy is decent enough and, I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie. My plan is to, if they release a Porsche and it is Mirage, my plan is to make it jazz. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. You know, a little, little head swap, little custom work here or there, and boom. Yep. I'll, I'll have a, you know, a movie jazz that's not a Pontiac Solstice. <laughs> no offense to Pontiac Solstices out there. <laughs> yeah. A movie jazz that isn't ripped in half. Exactly. Oh, God, that killed me. Oh, no. That that just uh, oh, that. Uh. <laughs> what was your very first Transformers toy? Uh, my very first one. I can't remember the age, but it was Tracks Autobot Tracks. Hmm. I got it from a store, and I'm, I'm getting ready to age myself again. <laughs> I got it from a store called SS Kretzky. I think they belonged to Kmart at one time. Ah, okay. They were like a smaller, not as big as Kmart. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it was SS Kresge and it was Autobot Tracks. That was my first Transformers toy. And other than that, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, my, my parents are from the South. You know, they, mm-hmm. they they grew up poor. They struggled. You know, they moved north, got a job working at the factory, and, you know, made the best life they could for their kid. 
having said that, I did not, you know, the, the, the rumor is all, you know, only children get all they want. Mm, nope, not true. <laughs> um, other than Transformers, I think that was probably my only legitimate store-bought Transformer. If I had any others, it was because of trade or somebody gave me something. Or, But other than that, it was GoBots. <laughs> I, I was a GoBot kid. I would save my allowance. And, you know, on Friday or the weekend or whatever, my mom would, you know, go to Kmart or Kresge or, you know, Montgomery Ward or Kingsway or whatever. And I would take my little allowance money with me. And I think for like right around two, three bucks, you could get you a GoBot back then. <laughs> and, uh, I, I had I had plenty of GoBots. My first GoBot was Pumper. Oh wow! He was the red fire truck, and he actually came with a little ladder, and it was like a little nozzle that was supposed to be for water, but he could hold the nozzle as a pistol. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was my first GoBot, and I, I kind of I'm going to admit I liked the GoBots a little bit better. Because I had a bunch of Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars, too. Mm-hmm. So the GoBots scaled pretty well with my Hot Wheels stuff. Very cool, very cool. So it was like a win-win for me. Yeah, I always, I had Hot Wheels and I had other things and I had some GoBots, but in my house, for me, as an only child, it's like, oh, there's one thing the Autobots and the Decepticons can team up on, the GoBots. (laughs) 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 The GoBots are the villains of the story. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, you already mentioned it. You can go into more detail, but who is your end-all, be-all favorite character from any Transformers incarnation? You can pick one Decepticon, one Autobot. Okay, well, the Autobot, that's kind of, like I said, I kind of already jazz. that. Yep. That'd be Jazz. Uh, my favorite Decepticon would be, hands down, it would be Megatron. Hmm. And I say that because... Uh, not just, you know, it's not just because it's an infatuation with the bad guy thing. Right. But as an older adult, I understand him more than Optimus Prime. Mm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here, 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 your, your people have been, you know, abused and criticized and, and, and you just wanted what was best for your people. And you went about it the best way you knew how. I mean, it's almost like a Negan situation, Walking Dead. Yeah. You know, I, I compare I compare those two a lot. You know, it's you know, the same like the same thing with Thanos, you know. Hey, no spoilers. You, you can't, <laughs> you know, 
you can't pick and choose because if you pick and choose, you're interfering with what you're trying to do, what it is you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you want the best. So, you know, just this is how I'm going to go about doing it. You know, with Thanos, it was a snap of the finger. You know, let let fate pick who stays and who goes. Mm-hmm. You know, with Megatron, it was the, you know, what was it? Peace through tyranny. Yep. You know, I mean, I, I understand that because, you know, you can... And don't misunderstand me. I'm not like some um, Billy Bad. You're not the villain. You just you understand the villain's story. You understand his attitude towards what he was trying to accomplish. Yes. You just went about it in the quote unquote incorrect way. Right. But and my thing is, is that the incorrect way? Because that's what we've been taught. Right. Yeah. You know. I mean, you know, is it is it is it cool to, you know, somebody slap you and turn the other cheek? No, <laughs> no, no. I'm not. I'm I'm not going to live my life like that. And I think that in those instances, you know, Megatron. I know these are all fictional characters, but you know, right? You know, Megatron, yeah. the, the Negans, and and the the Thanos and all that. They've tried that. You know, they. You can't turn the other cheek because there's always going to be somebody out there that'll be right there to step in and take advantage of that situation. And they'll exploit your kindness as a weakness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like, uh, you know, and again, I know this ain't a spoiler, but the, the baseball bat scene with Negan, he had to do that. Because, yeah. you, you know, like he said, you came into my camp. And you killed my people while they were sleeping. What chance did they have? None. Yeah, it's all about perspective, and right. it's all about you know. I mean, when you, we eventually people are going to lash out. Yeah, you know when when you have when you have someone that's been, uh, you know beat down and, and trotting upon and eventually you get tired. I mean, you know, it's like, I tell people all the time, you know, sometimes you get tired of being a nice guy. Yeah. No, I mean, if there was anything out of the Nolan trilogy we can get is, you know, you know, you know, you can only be the hero so long to see yourself become the villain. So exactly. Are there any Transformers characters you hate or dislike? Mm. You know, I'm going to say no. Okay. There are. There can be some aggravating ones or some irritating ones. <laughs> Right, yeah. But, you know, uh, actually hate or dislike or, you know, I, I would say no. Okay. Over your lifetime, as you got older, did your interest in the Transformers franchise grow stronger or get weaker? Um, well, going back to, like I said, when I was a kid, um, that whole little time period, Mm-hmm. You know, from when it quit coming on TV and 
Uh, I watched a little bit of beast stuff here and there, but I never really did get off into it. Um, really didn't do any toys. Uh, and, and, and oddly enough is what made me come back to it. Uh, the wife and I were on vacation in Florida and we had rented this uh, hotel room. It was me, my wife, my cousin, her husband, my mom and dad. And it was like this big old room. It was almost like an apartment unit. And uh, it had a full kitchen and everything in there. And we were like, all right, cool. So instead of spending money going out to eat every night, we'll just go to the grocery store, stock up the fridge and, you know, come home and cook, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So we go to Walmart, and like I said, I'm a big old kid. You know, I'm going to go check out the toys. So I go to the toy aisle in this Walmart down in Winter Haven, Florida, and <laughs> I see this green, blue and green box with a green Jeep inside. I'm like, what is this? And I pick it up, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, Transformers alternators. What is this? <laughs> and I'm looking at it and I, you know, turn it over on the back and I see, I'm like, holy crap, this turns into that. <laughs> it's like 20 bucks. Hell yeah. So, you know, I buy it and, uh, you know, get back to the hotel room, crack it open. And I fiddled with that thing the whole time I was down there. And that re sparked or, you know, ignited the spark again, you know. Mm -hmm. the, the transformer desire and uh you know i was all in i mean uh, transformers alternators that is what brought me back and that's the only reason why i'm here now because mm -hmm. you know if if it wasn't for transformers alternators there would be no plow king <laughs> <laughs> at least it wouldn't be me it may be another one but it wouldn't be me <laughs> right right you know, because because that's honestly that's what started it all was I got home and, you know, I jumped on the Internet and did all this research and stuff. I could trying to find out everything I could about this magical new line called Transformers Alternators. It was a win for me at the time, because during that time, one of my hobbies was model car building. And I loved the 124th, 125th scale. Okay. And alternators were, for most part, uh, 124th scale licensed vehicles. So I'm doing all this research and looking stuff up, and I find this website. And for the life of me, I cannot remember <laughs> what this website was called. <laughs> but it was the first one I joined, and the reason why I joined it was because I saw these pictures of customs that people were doing with these alternators. And I was like, holy shit, you could do that with this. And da, 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 da. And, but yeah, it, it was alternators that, you know, brought me back in because at that point it was like, a, you know, it was like Transformers, eh, you know, they're mm -hmm. cool, but, you know, I wasn't like all in. Yeah. Yep, yep, and then one alternator later, and all these years later, look at you now. I know, right? <laughs> it's an addiction. I need therapy. <laughs> we all need therapy. <laughs> <sighs> Was there ever a moment where you where you were done with it, like just 
walk away. Yeah, a couple of times. Uh, again, that little, you know, mm-hmm. that dark phase, whatever you want to call it, from the G1 cartoon to discovering alternators. You know, like I said, it was, uh, I'd see them in the, I'd see the toys in the store and, you know, the whole beast era thing mm-hmm. just did nothing for me. You know, a robot turned into a snake. Nope. Cool, <laughs> cool, cool looking. But there, it was still no drive to get me to, yeah, you know, to, to go for it. Yeah, you're you're solely in the robot vehicle campaign. Yes, you're sir. not in the yeah. yeah, yeah. So and then that's okay. That's cool. I mean, you know, not everyone has to be a Beast Wars fan. Right. Not everyone is a Beast Wars right. fan. And now, granted, there's some that I like, like. Um, uh, you know, Kingdom Megatron, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, was the Target exclusive one, uh, T Rex, and I, I even got the Jurassic Park repaint. The Jeep, yeah, yeah, the Jurassic Park Jeep set. I even got that because, even though I'm not a Beast guy, that is a very cool toy. That is a mm-hmm. wonderful update to, you know, what I remember. You know. My next door neighbor kid, you know, he had them and maybe I played with it for a minute or whatever. And, you know, from what I can remember, it's a great update. You know, yeah, I do have (laughs) I did actually go out and buy Dinobot, but there's a reason behind that as well. Okay, it was one uh, TF con and Stu and, and Andrew and uh Purple Bot Alex, if any of you guys are listening, I know you guys will remember this as well. Uh, Scott McNeil was the one of the uh, guests at a TFCon in Canada one year. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is a very down-to-earth guy. You know, I've, I've been to him with Gary. Gary, he's a wonderful guy. I love him as well. You know, it's something mm-hmm. where you can meet these people and they're, you know, they're they're, uh, I want to say normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, exactly. Hold a conversation with you, but yep. I can remember Scott because at the hotel we were at, you couldn't smoke inside. You had to go outside on the little mm-hmm. patio area, and I can remember Scott coming out there multiple times a night, just hanging out with us, shooting the shit with us. You know, it's not like. Not like we had to go get him and get him to hang out with us. He'd come out there and be like, here you guys are, you know, and we just stand around and bullshit and laugh and, you know, have a good time and, and, you know, drink and be merry and all that good stuff. And I, I bought Dinobot just to remind me, uh, of that TFCon. Impressive. That was a good one. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you buy a toy just because you want a memory of something or, you know, you look at, like, anytime anyone looks at Beast Wars Dinobot, the first thing they think of is obviously Scott, because yeah. Scott did the voice and, yeah. and all that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What is your Transformers personal anthem song? Examples, but you don't have to choose these. 
the touch dare etc is there any music from transformers that you would consider your anthem song uh if i had to pick one it would be uh, and it is it is not because of any uh it, it was in a movie so yeah but battle without honor or humanity it's the music that was playing when junker bumblebee scanned the new concept camaro oh see no get no that doesn't work see Move it, you right now see fantastic now you pissed him off that car is sensitive i mean four thousand dollars just drove off Okay, in the 2007 movie. Yep, and he's driving up in the yep. tunnel, and you hear that, you know. Yep. And, and uh, that is, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a jazz guy first. I love jazz. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just something about that line right there. Every time I hear that, I was like, yeah, that sounds slick as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who, whoever did the, whoever was in charge of picking the score for that scene, Mm-hmm. You, you did a fantastic job. <laughs> yeah, the music was done by Steve Jablonski on that. I don't know if he was specifically told to do that specific sound, but yeah, it just, yeah, that music, man. Yeah. That's one thing I'll give the Bayverse. There's the Steve Jablonski store, scores are some of the best Transformers music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just absolutely love them. And since you are a huge jazz fan, and I try not to trot this story out. Too often, but I've interviewed Phil Lamar a couple of times. Oh, sweet. Okay. As, as you know, Phil Lamar, voice of jazz and animated. Yes, sir. The second time I interviewed him. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or it might have been the first. I forget which which one it was. I asked him about what it was that they wanted for Jazz's voice. Did they say anything about, oh, could you do a scat man? Could you not do a scat? Like, do you, did they want you to avoid things? Did they want it? He basically said they wanted it to be an original thing. And then he goes into this, like, 
he he just says, if they told me to do Scatman, it would just be like, and he went into it, and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I would have I would have loved to have been able to do a Scatman Crothers. <laughs> that would have been, you know, Megatron, I, you're going down, you know, but. <laughs> Scatman behind me, because seriously, I feel like Scatman just rose up from the, you know, may the man rest in peace and all that. Right. Like, like, seriously, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> that had awesome. to be awesome. Yeah, it was. How often do you go back and rewatch any of the Transformers cartoons? I don't want to say regularly, but I, I do from time to time. Like, I'll be flipping through and, you know, there's like nothing on TV. Or, you know, it is on TV and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to watch some animated today or, you know, I'm going yep. to watch some Transformers Prime today. And, you know, and, and I got, so I have animated Prime, you know, with, with today's technology, you pretty much got all the stuff anyway. But, you know, is I will find myself going back and watching animated and Prime more than anything. Hmm. Those are like those two are my, you know, my nostalgic ticklers, uh, I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, you know, they, yep. they, whenever I'm feeling nostalgic, I can watch those, and you know, they'll tickle that spot for me, and I'll be good for a while, and you know, something will happen, or I'll read something, or something will pop up, and. I'll remember and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go find that episode and watch that episode, you know? Yep. Like, uh, just not too long ago, for whatever reason, uh, the kid and I watched the animated episode that had Soundwave in it. Sound and Fury? Yep. Yep. And it was for, for some reason, he was, the kid was talking to me about Soundwave and, I was like, yeah, he was an animated, and my kid was like, was he? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> but when found it, and he was like, oh, wow, that's Soundwave. And I was like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. Are you a Transformers comics fan? I'm going to say probably not. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've looked at a few, but you know, I've, I've had people give me some uh, – you know some 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 collections to read, and you know I've I read uh I know I did Megatron Origins, mm-hmm. uh, I know I did Hearts of Steel. That may be the last. That may be it. Read. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not everyone's going to be a fan of the comics. I mean, I I jumped on IDW Phase Two, and I've reviewed all of those. And okay, the current run is I need to catch up with it, but. I think through the first 20 issues, I, I felt so the IDW 2.0 went from, I want to say, even though IDW had the license since 2005, 2.0 started, I want to say 2012. So from 2012 to, you know, whatever, and, you know, they built up with Unicron and the Unicron was the last thing they did before they rebooted into the current, version of what the comics are and I was like okay great but now that that's over with I have no idea what's going on in this new generation <laughs> but that's okay I'll catch up at some point right 
How big or small is your Transformers toy collection? I have the Reveal the Shield Jazz figure. It's probably, outside of alternators, that is probably my most favorite toy that there is. If you if you count the legitimate releases of that toy, you had United Jazz, you had the regular Hasbro Jazz, or we got over here in the states, mm-hmm. and you had what three exclusives? Stepper. Yeah, I think so. Was it Tread Shot, Kickover, and, and then the Shattered Glass? Mm-hmm. So what six? Yeah, something like that. So I probably own that mold. Uh, I'm gonna say a good fifty times over. Okay. <laughs> and and each one of them is a different character. Hmm. Uh, you know, there's there may be multiple jazzes. Like I, 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 I not only do I make customs, but I'll I'll buy customs from other artists. Uh, so, like, you know, I may have, like, two or three different jazzes. I may have two or three different shockwaves from the same mold, uh, you know, but for the most part, they are all, I'd say, if, if I own it 50 times over, 40 of them are individual one-off characters. Very cool, very cool. Um, then I got some, I still got some alternator stuff. Pretty much uh, any custom alternator. I, I did a purge of the collection years ago, long, long time ago. Um, and the same thing with alternator. There were probably, what, 24, 26 official releases? Right. I think it's about that, yeah. yeah I, think, I think right before I got rid of everything, I had over 100 alternators. Oh, wow. And, you know, they were all different characters, you know, uh, some made by me, uh, some made by other artists. And what I did was when I wanted to downsize a lot of the stuff I kept, a lot of the custom stuff I kept and, you know, the retail store bought stuff I parted ways with. Uh, You know, I got some customs by. Autobot X-23, uh, Cliff Jumper 69, Purple Bot, of course, you know, Nemesis Predaking, Stu, uh-huh. Transformers, another great artist. Do not like saying his name out loud because it just does not sound right for a man to say this. But his username is Delicious Peter. Okay. Oh Lord. <laughs> uh, he he is on TFW. Uh, okay. A, a great guy. He does some fantastic work. I have a few of his pieces. Um, Sculpt Bot is another one. I'm gonna throw, throw a way back name out there that some of the newer guys may not know. There was an artist uh, went by the name Lobo. Okay. This guy. Uh, if 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 there had been 3D printer technology back then, uh, he he'd be his own third party company by now. Oh wow! 
Um, if you ever want to see his his level of skill, just do a Google image search of Hearts of Steel Megatron. Mm-hmm. He made that from scratch. Wow! And and if you you in your spare time, anybody listening, you want to see something, Google it. I know there's some images out there still on the internet. Uh, he made that just based on pictures from the comic. Dang. And, uh, you know, there's, there's some other guys, um, you know, super quiet. He was another great guy, you know, a great artist, uh, red line, it, just so many of them out there. It was the, the alternator heyday was, you know, I miss those yeah. days. It was fun. You know, it was, uh, uh, it almost felt like a family, you know. That's the crazy thing is now, like when we when I was first getting into it, I mean I've been a Transformers fan since I was four or five years old. But the whole online community thing, I wasn't in the early heyday. I wasn't online two thousand two, two thousand three, looking at Transformers. I started around two thousand six. Okay, and two thousand six to now. I don't know where the shift happened, but it seems like just to me personally, everybody has their own cliques. Everybody has their own circles. And if you want to join any of those circles, you have to basically give them a metric fuck ton of energon in order to do so. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there are a lot of communities that are really, really nice and really, really welcoming. And it's amazing. And I've talked to some amazing people, but I just feel like there are a lot of Transformers fans out there that are just so high school clickish, and it just doesn't. That's not what it's about, folks. Yeah, it's about all of us being able to talk to each other. And hey, I like Hot Rod. I I like Beast Wars. I I'm, I'm a fan of Beast Wars. You're not just because you're not doesn't mean. Okay, you're not a fan of Beast Wars, then let's talk about something else. Right. I completely missed out on alternators. I saw what they were, and I was like, oh, Transformer model kits. That's cool. It's not for me, but it's right. cool. Right. You know, but you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I don't know. No, no, I, I get you. I do. I understand. It, it just seems like everything is just, it's not the, it's not as fun as it used to be. It's not. And that's, and that's, I think a huge, huge problem in the Transformers fandom. Do I have fun with the Transformers fans that I interact with and that I do podcasts with, or I have discussed? Yes, absolutely. I love hanging out with those people. I love mentioning things to those people. I love pestering Stu to do podcasts because Stu should be talking more. (laughs) If you're listening, Mr. Predaking, sir, (laughs) you know, it's just one of those things, man. It just, I hate to say it, but at the, right now it seems like Transformers fans and and people getting along with each other. Those were the good old days. Yeah, you know it's, it's just sad. It's you know what what you're saying has some you know it's I, I back then I was a moderator at uh it wasn't the first like I said the first board I joined. But life me, I cannot remember the name of it. Right. I'm offending anyone. I apologize. I just can't remember. Um, uh, probably in, I want to say, 04, 
I'd have to look at the date just to see for sure. I want to say oh three oh four somewhere in there, uh, maybe maybe even oh five. I joined the TFW two thousand five, right? And I still post stuff there to this day. I'm not as active as I was back then, mm-hmm. but uh, you, you know, I, back during the you know alternators were kind of sort of coming to an end of their popularity, maybe. Uh, I was a moderator back then. It was me and two other guys that moderated the customs forum. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we would talk from time to time outside the forum. And from what I can remember, you know, not putting words in anyone's mouth, but I know I felt that same way what you're saying now. Yeah. I felt that then that, you know, there was like a change in the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, you know, it had become very clickish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not just not the board, but just members of the board. Yeah. Um, and at times I found myself getting caught up in that. And, you know, it I didn't, just it, didn't like that. You know, yeah, like it's like I said, like I'm hugely proud to be included in some several circles that I will mention. I'm on the transmissions discord. I'm on other things and I absolutely love interacting. Like I know I can go on that, those channels and those text whatevers and, and say, Hey, my name is Mike and my favorite character is hot rod and no one's going to come back at me and say, well, you're wrong for liking that character. Like the whole right. opinion is right or wrong thing. It, it just, it has never sat well with me. Opinions are opinions. Yeah. I like something. If you don't like it, okay, let's find something we do like. Right. You know, I mean, like it's not the end of the world. Right. Not yet. Anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Anyway. Not Who yet knows? Anyway. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> When did you first start customizing Transformers toys? It would have to be in 05. Okay, and why did you want to start customizing? I saw what the other cool kids were doing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I uh like I said, I it, I had that little lapse where I had fell off. And mm-hmm. um you know, at the time I was you know, into model car building and I discovered, you know, alternators hound at Walmart, uh, did some research when I got back home and found out that there was this whole world where people were taking transformers and repainting them and customizing them into other things. And I was like, Oh wow, I could probably do this because, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, I can take what I know from model car building and just practice that on these robots that transform into, you know, like you said earlier, model cars. And I was like, yep. oh, okay, yeah, cool. I can do this. And so, you know, I, 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 I studied for a while, uh, you know, like I said, Lobo, he was one of the main guys on there. Uh, another great guy, rest in peace, uh, Bill, uh, 
his board name was TF Master. Uh, I believe he was a guy ahead of his time, uh, highly skilled. There's some other guys out there, uh, Jaff, Will Jack, um, just a, a bunch of guys that, you know, were, were killing it in, in during the alternator days. And, you know, I seen what they were doing and I was like, man, I have to try my hand at this. Right. So the, the first thing I did was I went out and I bought another alternator hound and, uh, using my real life Jeep as a template, I made a robot after my real life Jeep. Very cool. Very cool. And he had, oh, I can't remember the name now. He had some stupid ass name. <laughs> it, it wasn't even, it wasn't plow King. It was something dumb. And okay. Lobo actually came in and Lobo commented in the thread and he was like, why don't you just call him plow King? And I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like light bulb moment. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I could do that. And, uh, that started it. And, you know, from there I made another one and another one and another one and another one. And, you know, <laughs> to this day now, you know, like I'll, you know, like kind of like what I said earlier about the rise of the beast mirage toy, we, we know it's a Porsche. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not even looking to get it just because it's Mirage. You want it because it's a Porsche because it's, you're going to, yeah. Cause I'm exactly. I'm going to, my best effort is I'm going to make it jazz. Mm-hmm. Was I upset that jazz wasn't a Porsche to begin with? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But you know, I wasn't, you know, enraged and, you know, you know, throwing shit at the screen. Cause you know, it was a Pontiac Solstice and not a Porsche, but you know, you know, it's and that's I, I do that a lot. Even even with today's toys, like I'll go in the store and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, I look at everything and I try to figure out, especially if it's a car, mm-hmm. I try to figure out how I can make it jazz. Yep. <laughs> I, I do that with everything. And and uh, I was going to do that with legacy skids because if if you yeah. if you look it up. They actually have a car that mm-hmm. resembles skids, and it is in the same livery as uh, Jazz was. Yep. The only racing thing, and, yeah, yeah. The only thing, and I don't know why this is. I've I've mentioned this on the podcast recently, and it just it just kind of bugs me. I don't know if it's a Porsche thing, if it's a licensing thing, or whatever. <sighs> If you can't have the number four, then have no number. Jazz was never 14th in line, damn it. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, again, I don't know what it is, why some of the newer jazzes are number 14 instead of number four. Right. No clue, but that just bugs me. Well, somebody somebody pointed out. And I can't remember if it was factual or not, but I think somebody pointed out that it was in some product lineup or whatever. And jazz was item 14. 
on that paper. That just I know it sounds sounds crazy. <laughs> I, I, I could be mis, misstating this, but I, yeah. I, I could have swore I read that somewhere. Was and like you said, it was because of you know copyright infringement, whatever like that. You know they couldn't release this car and put the number four on there. Okay, so yeah. you know put the number four on there, but leave off the Martini Racing stripes. Yeah, you know you just could have put a plain old black four on there. And, and called it done, you know, because I mean, uh, uh, repro labels or toy hacks, they always come through with the decals. Yeah. You know, they always come through with the labels to, you know, fill in what Hasbro chose not to or couldn't do, you know, because of, yeah. you know, possible copyright infringement. But hell, that show didn't stop them from releasing, uh, what was it, Revenge of the Fallen Dead End? Yeah, true. I mean, you can't tell me that that's not supposed to be an Audi. Yeah, that's the very, toy. Very true. We couldn't get the licensing, okay, but you cannot tell me that that's not an Audi. Yeah. So, you know, they, they can do what they want. I think, you know, they just, you know, maybe they don't want to have to deal with the headache, you know, like the whole thing with alternators. If you if you've ever seen, um, I used to have a book, and it was all about alternators and vinyl tech. Um, and on the is it the inside cover or the back cover? There is actually a uh, drawing, a mock-up of an alternators bumblebee. Mm. as a Volkswagen. <laughs> and the reason why we never got it was because uh, I guess Volkswagen was like, absolutely not, you know, no, no war machines. You know, they, I guess they viewed a robot as a war machine. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, absolutely not. You know, it's kind of like the, it was almost the same thing with Honda and the, uh, Alternators, uh, wind charger and drag strip. Over here in the states, if you bought them, you did not get the barrel for the gun. Right. Yeah. Because they said something about you know no no weapons like that or whatever. So over yeah. here, the engine was a scanning tool. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know. You could, yeah, and, and and you are correct with the numbering I'm reading here on tfwiki.net. Uh, basically, the, for the Studio Series figure, Jazz is based on his appearance in the original Generation 1 cartoon, features the number 14 on his side, a combination of the racing numbers on his original Generation 1 toy and the Generation 2 toy, according to designer John Warden, with the intent to keep it fresh in the alternate universe of War for Cybertron and ensure customizers could choose which number they preferred. Coincidentally, it is also the release number of his Diaclone toy. There we go. Okay. Okay. They didn't just pull 14 out of their asses. Nice. I like that. Like, seriously. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's like giving Hot Rod a screwdriver instead of a saw blade. Right. Like, Okay, but at least there's a reason. At least there, like, and I never knew. Like, I've never really looked into it, but I knew it always bugged me. And I'm like, okay, let's figure it out. 
what's what's going on with you, Jazz? Because damn it, man, you are number four to all of us. Right, exactly. You know, and you know the, the choices that they make. You know, we, we don't always understand them, but you know that, that's why they had the big shot attorneys and everything working for them, and you know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you should do this and don't do that because if you do this, this might happen. Yeah, there were, as far as alternators go, there were 13 waves in assortment, one from 03 to 05, and five waves in assortment two from 2005 to 2006. And there's like, there's like nine, there's 10 toys in wave one. Oh, there's 10 toys in assortment two. And I can't even add up how many are in assortment one. So, all right. Everybody is safe. Wife, kid, pets, whatever. The house is on fire. What is one transformers toy you would run in and save? Crap. Just one? <laughs> yup, just one. Not like all the copies of the one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Son of a gun. <laughs> I've stumped him, folks. Oh man, yeah, for real. <laughs> I man, I honestly cannot pick just one. All right then. Can I pick a line of them? Sure. Okay. If if I could save just one, I would save all my lockdowns. You would sacrifice jazz, really? For lockdown? Yep. I would save all, okay. I would save all my animated lockdowns. Every one of them. Okay. Including the customs. Right. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Yeah. Not counting your custom work, what was the most money you spent on a Transformers toy or toy item? Toy item could be a piece of art, a cell, an autograph, that kind of thing. Hmm. Not including anything custom. Well, not including the the money you spend, you know, to do your custom work. Okay. But, yeah, you can, yeah, the customs that you've made, fine. But what I'm saying is, what's the most money you spent on one, on a, on a Transformers toy or toy item? I'd say about 300. Hmm. Cool. I mean, somewhere for one item, yeah, right around three. Interesting. If you could voice any Transformers character, who would you? Who would it be, and why? Hmm. I'd pick. Hmm. Maybe Unicron. Okay. 
just because of the power in his voice. Uh huh. And then after that, I would say mm, Grimlock, just because of, really, yeah, because of the fun in his voice. Hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Who is your favorite Transformers actor? Now, this obviously means voice actors, but they're all actors. Right. Mm. I have to say I love Peter's voice, Mm -hmm. but I've never met Peter in person. I love Gary, Gary Chalk. Uh-huh. Great guy. I've seen him at a couple of TF guys. Um, but yeah, as, as far as voice, I would say Peter's Optimus Prime voice. But as far as a person, I would say Gary Chalk. Very cool. Very cool. This can't be anything that's coming out, and I don't even know what's coming out, but this can't be anything that's been coming out or they've already released. What is your dream masterpiece figure? Hmm. Dream masterpiece figure. We're talking official, right? Yeah. It would have to be jazz. Yeah, they still haven't done one of him yet. No, nope, they haven't. Everybody else in their mama has, but <laughs> yep. you know, for whatever reason, Hasbro has not. And like, oh, this this fourteen billionth version of Starscream with a slightly different color cape and a crooked crown will sell more. Right. Oh God. Yeah, I, I would definitely, I would, I would definitely be down for. And I would have said Blackout, but we saw Blackout, so I can't say him. Yep. Uh, but that hasn't been announced, or we don't know it's coming. If it's coming, I would definitely yeah. go with Jazz. Yeah. Where do you land on the Rumble is Blue, Frenzy is Red, Frenzy Rumble is Red, Frenzy is Blue debate? I'm, I'm a ribbed fur guy. yeah same here i i mean for me and everyone hears this every time we i ask this question i I go by cartoon logic because that's what i knew first yeah me too so purple and black yeah you can have them in any color as long as one of them's purple and one of them's black If you could create any Transformers fiction, toy, cartoon, comic, etc., what would it be and what story would you want to tell with it? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, I said, I'm not a big comic follower, so... Perhaps this has been done, but I would love to uh, go deeper into a, a storyline with Decepticons. Um, there have been multiple Decepticon stories, but I don't like. What, what do you mean going deeper with them? You know, I would I would tell a story from start to finish. I would okay. t- I would tell the story. From their perspective. 
Okay. You know, because like I said, we, we've all been told time and time again that the Autobots are the good guys. The Decepticons are the bad guys. Right. Now, is it the Autobots that are telling us that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I would love to hear, you know, like they keep talking about all these Walking Dead spinoffs. I would love a storyline on Negan and the Saviors. Okay. From start to finish. Yeah. You know, I would love something like that because it it gives you the other side of the coin. Yeah. Because, you you know, all our lives we've heard that, you know, oh, good guy, good guy, good guy. They're the bad guy. And, you know, well, why are they the bad guy? Right. Yeah. What happened? What transpired in his life? that got him to the point to where he is now. You know, in, in my, in my, in my job, um, and, you know, back in the day, I'm sure I was called this, you know, way back when, but, you know, you can, some people like to toss around the word disgruntled. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a disgruntled employee, you know? Yeah. Okay. So, by definition, disgruntled only means that you're unhappy with your current situation. You're unhappy right. with the way things are going right now. That's all that word means. But you have people that will turn that into something bad to where when they say, oh, he's disgruntled, people will shy away from you uh-huh. because you're disgruntled. Yeah. You know, uh, my standpoint has always been, well, let's talk to them. Let's find out why. Why are you disgruntled? You know, what can I do to to ease what you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I would approach, you know, if I had to tell a story, that's how I would tell it. You know, why are you siding with the Decepticon? What did you feel? was greater in their cause than it was in the Autobot cause, you know, lack of a better Mm -hmm. word. And, you know, I would tell the story just from their perspective because that's what they've done all the other times. They they tell the story from the Autobot's perspective. They don't tell the story from the Decepticon. Yeah, I mean, I think IDW 2.0 has done this a little bit. I'd have to go back and reread to figure it out, but they tried to, and they succeeded in doing so, telling really unique stories. So I know all the listeners know this. You may may, or may not know this. In IDW 2.0, there are there's the death of Optimus Prime one shot. the The books then branch out into two different series: Robots in Disguise and More Than Meets the Eye. Robots in Disguise is the political, at least it started out this way, the political thriller type thing that is set on Cybertron with Starscream in charge. Okay. Mother Meets the Eye is Rodimus and his band of merry men going out and searching for the Knights of Cybertron. And the two of them converge and and meet up at at times throughout the series' runs and things like that. It is really, really great storytelling, but I don't know if there has ever actually been one specifically what you're explaining. So, 
If there has been, folks, uh, we're sorry. But if there hasn't been, hey, there you go. There you go. <laughs> this is cash cow. All I got to do is milk. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Autobots. <laughs> <laughs> what is the one piece of advice that you'd give the Transformers fandom and TF collectors in general? Enjoy it for what it is. Absolutely. That is almost everyone's answer to that because, you know, that's what it's there for is to be enjoyed. Yeah. Yep. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. You're going to hear some ads and some other stuff, and we're going to come back to close the show after this. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Mark Who 42's Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Mark Who 42's Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. Because the world needs another movie podcast. The GeekCast Radio Network presents for your listening pleasure, The Cinema Geek. Hosted by Amanda, Kevin, Matt, and Dan. Each week we dive headfirst in the landscape of movies as we discuss movie news, play movie games, go in-depth on reviews, and even have a top ten countdown or two. Also, don't miss our director retrospective series where we review noted directors' movies film by film. Bottom line is, if you love movies and love podcasts, you need to experience The Cinema Geek. You can find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, or GeekCastRadio.com. Discover a world of vintage and modern toys that's more than meets the eye with the Triple Takeover Toycast. Hosted by toy writers and photographers Toybox Soapbox, 6O, and TF Square One, this informal and chilled-out series of discussions cover everything from vintage Transformers to Mask, Diaclone, Microman, and more, be it nostalgic or current. Whether you're a seasoned collector or a casual robot enthusiast, all are welcome. Triple Takeover Toycast. Hello all sentient beings! Want the latest on everything going on in the Transformers multiverse? Check out the Transmissions Podcast Network. We've got weekly podcasts covering everything from Alpha Trion to Omega Supreme. From old school G1 all the way up to Cyberverse and beyond. And you don't want to miss Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers live play role-playing game podcast. If you love Transformers, there's something for everyone at TransmissionsPodcast.com. On the Simplistic Reviews Podcast, we talk movies. We talk TV. We talk... Hello, Julie, what the heck are you doing? Trying to make our spots sound more exciting by adding explosions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have got the point across with sound effects, not the real thing. 
Download the show on iTunes or at simplisticreviews.blogspot.com. I'm sure your insurance company will cover that. No, they won't. No, they probably won't. All right, we are back. Do you have anything that you're doing currently that you'd like to promote? Are there any customs you're working on that you want to tell people about or anything like that? Uh, no, not really. I just uh, just finished up one, posted it on TFW. Uh, of me and a friend, a friend and I, uh, like I said, Animated Lockdown is one of my favorite molds as well as a toy. Uh, we were tossing about some ideas and the idea of doing a alternators homage to animated Grimlock. So what I, Ooh, interesting. Yeah. What I did was I took animated Grimlock. I took his head from the dinosaur and I took a animated lockdown figure and I modified it to accept uh, Grimlock's Dinobot head on it. Painted the vehicle up a little bit different. Uh, pretty much followed uh, the paint scheme of the Alternator's Grimlock toy. Right, right. And, uh, that was my latest, and it's somewhere on TFW right now. <laughs> very cool, very cool. All right, folks, I want to thank you for joining us here on All Things Transformers. If you'd like to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show, there are several ways to do so. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio for the network at All Things TFV3 for the show. I am at TF2 and Mike, what is your Twitter? Uh, holy crap. It is, uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, at plow underscore king. Okay. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I'll, ha- I'll have a link in the show notes, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> For now, I am TF2 and Mike with... Eric, a.k.a. Plow King. Transform and transcend with us next time here on All Things Transformers. Sweet. Your magnetic powers won't work on these cables. Carbon fiber. Non-metallic. You Decepticon scum. Oh, I'm not one of them. Name's Lockdown. I'm what you call a bounty hunter. <laughs> yes. I wish to speak to my lawyer. <laughs>